why you don't want to act on your bad feeling emotions after a breakup and um, how not to, because I can tell you from experience, it's not easy, but it's also very, very necessary for your healing and your growth um, and opening up to peace and um, living a beautiful life right after um, a painful breakup. So welcome, ladies, to a new episode of our podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you uh, today in our episode. And today, let's talk about um, what I like to call bad feeling emotions or down feeling emotions right, right after our breakup. And this refers to all kinds of emotions that we experience, uh, especially during the first stage of a breakup, you know. So we're talking about... <clears throat> Um, the shock, the the, um, the pain, the regret, uh, the shame, the guilt, the the um, the self, um, the negative self talk, um, feeling unworthy or doubting yourself, um, or thinking that 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 breakup, that this breakup is going to be the end of your life. Um, all of these things are all of these emotions are um, they are part of the breakup experience. And when I say that, it does not mean that you necessarily experience all of them. Sometimes um, we go through the whole, you know, range of these emotions and sometimes they are very mixed up. So it's it's hard to just pull out one emotion and name it because it, it's like it's happening. They all turn to, tend to happen at the same time. Um, but the most important thing right here, and the, and one of the biggest lessons that I learned over the years, especially um, from my own breakup experience, was that having those emotions is something, and then acting on those emotions is something else. And in a previous episode, I talked about why shame is not going to help you um, working on your healing because what shame does is that it it makes us um wrong or mistaken for having those emotions and that's not that's not a very healthy place to be because it it means that you'll do your best to avoid looking at your emotions to try to shut them down uh, to pretend that as if they are not there and all of these things are not going to help at all. Uh, what is going to help is to realize that these are parts of the experience that you are grow that you are going through if you're going through a breakup and also to acknowledge um, that these emotions are part of the human experience and so they they serve a purpose. It does not mean that we that we should seek them, but it only means that when they rise or when they show up in our lives, the best that we can do for, with these emotions is to live them, is to feel them, is to is to respect that they are there and to try our best not to try to avoid them or run away from them, but to acknowledge and to be present with them and to allow them to express themselves and to see what can we get out of, this, of, of those emotions and instead of just fighting them back. And one of the things that I mentioned in that, in that episode uh, talking about shame um, is that one of the things that, that I wish I learned sooner than, than later uh, during my breakup experience was what emotions not to act upon. 
because I used to in the past. I used to, I used to anytime I feel something, um, and then I'd have a thought that comes with those kinds of feelings. I tended to immediately jump into action. So, for example, if I, I give you an example, um, if I feel like I miss my my ex, for example, and then so that's the feeling, and then the next thought would be, oh. Maybe he misses me, but he's too shy to admit it or to to acknowledge it or to reach back to me. So that's a thought. And then I immediately used to jump into action, and that means I used to say, "Hey, so let me let me reach back to him and see. Uh, maybe he misses me, but he's like too shy to admit it or he does not want to acknowledge it or something like that." So I, I immediately jumped into action because I believed that those feelings and thoughts were not only real, uh, but I also believed in their validity. I, I thought that, um, that they were, that I needed to, to, to take the, that, that kind of action, you know? And I'm here to tell you today that feeling the feelings, the feelings are is something, welcoming them and being okay with them is something, but taking action upon them is something else. So, for example, again, uh, referring back to my own experience, there were very there were moments in life where I felt hopeless, helpless, and I I almost gave up on myself and on my life. Um, and I'm very glad and grateful at the same time that I did not take action um, upon those feelings, meaning. If I had taken action on that, I would have probably not be here today talking to you, uh, because that meant that I was like, mm, maybe, maybe I should just like be gone, you know? Like maybe it's better if I'm not here. Maybe it's better if I can just like end this whole suffering and just you know go, because death seemed much easier than living back then, and I'm, and I. I get it if this is where you are. I'm just telling you that freeing yourself by remembering that having the feelings and experiencing those emotions is okay. This is part of the emotional experience. I'm not saying that it's easy. I know that it's challenging, but I'm saying that it's okay, that they are not going to kill you once you realize that pain is not going to kill, to kill you and that you have the power and the strength beyond your own imagination and that you have more than enough power to be able to sit down with this kind of pain, with this kind of emotion and to get up and feel victorious because you're going to know that you are bigger than the pain, that you are bigger than, uh, the, than the experience that you are going through right now. And, and so, um, so this is, so this is the first, the first thing There's just realizing that it's really, really important to differentiate between having the emotions or the feelings, um, and acknowledging them and respecting them and allowing yourself to, to live through them. And being humble enough and honest enough with ourselves to say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. Um, and and I'll do my best not to try to, to run away from how I'm feeling. And then let me see what can I take away from this. Let me see what can I learn from this, you know. So this is something. 
and then and then taking action upon these those emotions is something different. So this is the first point. Okay, now the next part here becomes how can you do that? So again, if you're going through, if you're still going through the uh, uh, the emotions of uh, the especially the first stage right after the breakup, because this is this is where like um, the the intensity of the emotions is really really hard. You know, um, and it's like you have to fight yourself to not take action upon um, uh, according to how you feel. So the question here becomes um, in this moment, well, what can you do? You know, um, what can you do? Now, before before we, we start talking about what can you do, let me talk to you um, first um, about why this is not a very good place to be because it creates regret. Anytime you're going to act upon those emotions, down feeling emotions, uh, any action that is going to come out of this, it's going to be an action that does not serve you at all. It's going to be an action that's going to keep you stuck, that's going to uh, move you backwards. It's going to be like something that you really don't want to create more of in your life. You know, um, and so anytime you act upon a bad feeling um, thought, you're expanding the circle. And chances are, at one point or another, you're going to regret doing that action. So, for example, for me, again, going back to the same uh, example, if I felt that I had it, that I missed my ex, and then I decided to reach back. Uh, to take action on how I felt, so I decided to reach back to him, texting or calling him, um, then I am, if I don't find the answer or the reaction that I was expecting or waiting for, I'm going to get disappointed. And disappointment creates more pain. And eventually it creates regret. And regret, repeated, creates bitterness. So at one point you're going to come to the conclusion that that oh my god like I'm I'm a terrible person I'm stupid I'm such a failure I always give him chances and and he doesn't you know uh, appreciate them and nothing changes uh, and so you feel like over time it you continue to go down because uh, you feel like a victim you don't have a saying in your life you feel frustrated uh, you get angry with yourself and. Sometimes even people around you who are not supportive of your actions might get disappointed and at one point they're going to get bored of your stories because they feel like, well, hey, we told you. We told you that, that you should not reach back to him. We told you that you should not that you should not call him again. So why did you do that? So sometimes people might get impatient with you, with how you feel, and then they would just like start losing their own um uh, willingness to support you during that time and I get it it's not easy it's not easy it's not easy um, and that's why I'm telling you it's not very effective uh, and helping you especially on the long term uh, to take action upon those down feeling emotions now let's move on to talk about what can you do instead so right now I want to share with you two realizations and two actions okay so the first realization here is to realize that how you feel right now is temporary. Remind yourself constantly that how you feel right now is temporary and that it's going to cool off. 
It's going to change and you're going to get to a better feeling place. I know it's it's not easy to remember that, especially if you are still suffering at the beginning so that the pain is still fresh. However, it's like, I don't care if you encant it, if you tattoo it to your, to your arm, if you put it on a sticky note on every single little corner uh, in your place, I don't care what you do. But what really matters is that for you to remember that how you feel, how you're feeling right now is temporary and that it's going to cool off. The pain is not going to be the same in a month or in a year from now. It's going to cool off. Okay. And how you feel and how you view the whole situation is going to change. Yes. So how you feel, how you feel is temporary. Yes. And how you view the situation is also temporary. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, I can't tell you how much do I reflect right now on, on the dynamics of the relationship and, and on my own actions back then. I don't, I'm not saying that you do that from a place of judgment, but you do that from a place of wisdom, of clarity. You acknowledge that you are in a much better uh, place. And so you are able to look back through an objective eye and to see your own mistakes and to say, hey, oh my God, this is why this happened because I used to do that. So you, t you, have, you have an ability right now, the clarity and the insight to be able to see the past patterns um, that were creating more unhealthy circles or dysfunctional circles in your life and you're and you're more willing to acknowledge them and say hey oh i get it this is why i was creating more of that because i was unaware that that I, that this is what i was doing right so how you're feeling right now is temporary and how you're viewing the situation right now is also temporary it's going to change number two the second realization is to remember that if you um, act on these emotions now, you'll regret them and you're going to feel really terrible later. And regret tastes bitter and you don't want to taste it again. Believe me, I'm talking to you from, from experience. Every time I reached back, I reached back to him and I gave him one more chance and I, and I extended um, the channel of communication between us. Things went worse, not better. Because every time I promised myself that I would not tolerate certain kinds of behaviors, but I would go back and, you know, like break my own promises. So if you break your own promises, how on earth do you expect other people to keep their promises to you? Yes, this is big. Okay, now let's move on to action. The first action, uh, so we had two realization and then two more actions. So the first action is this. You need to learn how to stop yourself using the five, to stop yourself from taking action on, on how you feel, especially if this is a down feeling uh, emotion. You need to be able to um, learn how to stop yourself using the five seconds rule um, or, or any other kind of like rule. What I tend to found, what I found is that making this habit where you have to stop yourself 
in a few seconds, when you first get the first like impulse or uh, tendency to have the first thought, you have to be able to stop yourself and say, okay, five, four, three, two, one, I'm going to not act on that thought or, or, or feeling. Um, you know, like whether it's texting or responding to, to his text or calls. Uh, so, and, and you always want, so you stop five, four, three, two, one, stop. And then you go back to the first two, to the first two realizations that I shared with you. Number one, how I'm feeling right now is temporary and tomorrow in a month or tomorrow in a week or in a month, I'm going to feel completely different. And therefore, I choose not to act on how I feel right now. So you just hold on to it. You just hold on to it. And worst case scenarios, if you feel like, if you feel like you absolutely have to write that text or write that email, what you can do is that you can actually, you can actually write the text or the email. Yes. And just keep it. So save it. Um, and don't send it and say, Hey, okay, I'm going to sleep on it and tomorrow or in a week, let's see how I feel about that. I I'm telling you most of the time, the next day, you're going to start feeling better. The next week you're going to start feeling better. And then if you come back and you start reading the text or the email, you're going to say, Holy smoke. Thank God. I did not send that over. Thank God I did not say, send that over because you would have, you would have seemed very desperate and needy and believe me, um, neediness and desperation is not sexy. It's not attractive. Nobody, I'm not just talking about men, nobody, men and women, we don't like desperate or needy people. They are too much to handle too much to bear, to bear up with, and they are energy demanding people. And, um, and even if he, uh, responds back to your text, I'm, I'm telling you like in, in, in a few months, you're going to say, Oh my God, like, I really wish that I did not reach back to him. So why not just do that now? Okay. Action number two is to learn how to change your state by changing your position. And by position, I mean, I'm talking about the way that you are, that you're, you know, like, uh, so for example, if you're sitting down, uh, the easiest and the fastest way to change and to not act upon how you're feeling is to change your position. If you're sitting down, stand up, go, go for a walk, even, even at home or in your apartment. And then, uh, you know, stimulate great feelings. So, so the first way is to actually change your position. If you're sitting down, you can get up. If you're getting, if you're standing up, sit down or relax, um, um, uh, lie down, uh, play some relaxing music, drink something, eat something. Um, and then also a great way to also change your state is, to, is by stimulating great feelings, by placing your hand on your heart and breathing deep, deeply into it. You know, remembering something good that happened in your life in the past, you know, a moment of appreciation, a moment of love, a moment of, of uh, peace, a moment of, you know, um, joy. Just remember a moment that you felt really great and that try to relive that moment to the best of your ability, um, using your senses 
Also, the third way is to use your senses to connect yourself to the present moment. Um, and you can do that by actually listening, by, by staying still, sitting still, and listening to the furthest sound that you can hear. This is very effective uh, for me. So anytime during my day, I feel like I'm just being overwhelmed with the amount of things that I need to do, I do that. I just sit down and I try to listen for the furthest thing that I can hear in my environment and just like stick to that, to that sound and allow it to capture my full attention. And what that, what, what that does is that it calms your amygdala down and the intensity of the emotions that you have that you have tends to cool off which means that you have less you have a less tendency to act upon those emotions um, or feelings yes uh, which means of course uh, that that you're less likely to regret that thing tomorrow or the week or the month after okay so um, I, I really hope that you can, you know, go back and listen to this episode as many times as you need to, uh, but just like take action on it and reflect on the, uh, on the um, uh, realizations and the actions that I shared with you today. This is something that I have got out of experience. This is not theory. This is pure practice um, from my own experience and from the, all the books and uh, the courses, the, the seminars that I did. I really hope that, that you got some value out of this. And I also invite you to join our free uh, Facebook community, Soul Master Sisterhood, by clicking the link uh, in the description of this episode. This is a place where you can have access for um, weekly meditations and trainings and in-depth conversations with women who are going through the same pain, but they are very committed to finding peace and living an inspiring life right after this painful breakup. I hope that you have a wonderful day. Take care of yourself and I'll catch you up in our next episode. Have a wonderful one.